Does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. This is episode 21 of the Chicago's Very Own Eats podcast with myself, Kevin Powell, alongside Mike Piff. And Mike, it's that time of year. Fall is basically here. It's right around the corner. Winter time is lingering. This is when we talk about comfort foods. And I think for comfort foods, a lot of that, um, I immediately think of like family dinners, things like that. And yeah. there's, there's something about, um, you know, the fall and the winter time where you're doing, you know, uh, soups that are cooking all day or stews or, you know, now I've, I've got the Dutch oven, I've got a cast iron. Um, it's, you know, that one pot cooking that really just fills the, the household with in, incredible smells. Whether you got the football game on, you're rocking sweatpants, maybe you got some chili going. Um, that's kind of how I envision comfort food is typically something that involves like, you know, a lengthier cook and definitely something involving the family as well. I like that definition a lot. And uh, I also think of it as when I need a hug <laughs> and I need it through my food, what's going to make me feel better? Yeah. Like after a Bears game or after a difficult day at work or, you know, not enough sleep because you have a baby at home. I love her very much. <laughs> Mike very, is back, had a baby. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's um, something that just... And I think a lot of it, too, might take you back. Like, I know this is very cliche and stereotypical and all that because it's like, ma, the meatloaf thing. But my mom's meatloaf is the best meatloaf on the planet. There's nothing. I've never had a meatloaf that comes even close to it. Like, that would be an ultimate comfort food for me is my mom's meatloaf with, like, mashed potatoes. That's amazing. Like, that's peak comfort food right there. Yeah, my birthday, my my dad and mom came over to cook for us. And my dad grilled steaks. So that's on a list. Of just great comfort food, but also my mom made these cheesy potatoes that she's been making since like high school football days. Like we used to have starters dinners and you always had to have steak and these cheesy potatoes and like a chili dip or something like that. And they just decided to bring me back to high school football days and make that meal for me. It was fantastic. So you had steak and cheesy potatoes and chili cheese dip before a game? Oh no, that was just dinner on a Saturday night. We had the the game meal the next day, which was like picking up wings on the way up to my uh to my family's up north. So you guys you guys played games on Saturday, not Fridays? Oh, for us? No, we so sorry. I totally misheard that. No, we used to we have used to that do pasta parties like the Thursday oh, yeah. before Friday. We should have games. been doing the pasta parties on the Thursday. We did those dinners on Thursday night and had games Friday. Right. They would bring in pasta before the games. Load up on the carbs. Yeah, but we came out slow almost every game. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a great No, idea. they changed that right after we were done and our coach left. Um 
That's a whole. That's a whole other. They found out he was feeding you guys spaghetti dinners right before kickoff. They're like, "You got to go, coach." Um, yeah, so I think it's just stuff like I think you know, fall and winter is a great time for comfort food yes. because it is stuff like for for the Bears Packers game on Sunday. I did brats on the cast iron, which Ooh. is I like to just sear them on, get a good sear around the sausages, take them out of the cast iron. Put butter and the sliced onions in. Let those caramelize and cook down. Then I put the sausages back in the cast iron. I put a little more butter and pour like half a can of beer in there. And then you kind of just let it cook down and it turns almost into like this onion um, gravy. And you, you put oh the sausage on gosh. the bun and you put that right on top of it. So stuff like that. I mean, I think people had to pull over in their cars after hearing that. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Um, so stuff like that sticks out to me. The stuff in the I think comfort food, I think fall and winter. Are there places in the city like that come to mind right away? Like, you know, any any restaurants? Yeah, well, I would say this yeah. too that um there's a a place called Omega. It's in Niles. It's one of those spots where it's open 24/7 and you can get breakfast, lunch and dinner. Who is it like a Greek diner? Yeah, it's like a Greek diner nice. and they have a bakery right in the middle of it. I think of that place because that's where we would always go with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And we would get breakfast and oftentimes they we would take like a soup to go for later on in the day and they have this cabbage soup there. That yeah. is this sweet and sour cabbage soup that is just so fantastic. Um but I think that's a a place like that is where you know you 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 can kind of go get any meal there and it's family friendly and stuff like that. I am I brought this up on the podcast before anytime we mention comfort food, honey butter fried chicken is always first on my list. Have you had the honey butter fried chicken? It's fantastic. Av- in Avondale, you get the pimento mac and cheese with it. Mm-hmm. Um anytime I needed a pick me up or it was a rainy day, I had no problem calling over there to pick some up. Um, Red Hot Ranch, which gets a lot of pub on this podcast, but those double cheeseburgers are perfect if you're in a bad mood. Um, ever been to Crosby's Kitchen over in Southport? I have uh, not, no. So they make monkey bread. Okay. And it's amazing. If you need like a good brunch spot, go outside Southport Port Corridor area. Definitely check that one out. Um, ever had Burrito House? I, I know there's a couple so. locations. So now you're just naming restaurants you like. But these are my com- <laughs> this is my comfort food. So okay. like I have the right. restaurant, but the steak chimichanga, this was probably my gateway into steak chimichangas, okay. which is also a hug for me. Get steak, cheese, sour cream in there, deep fry it, and I'm in a much better mood after that. Yeah. Until later on. And then, you know, we we asked people online about this too on Twitter. And people brought up their their uh, you know deep dish pizza favorites, Italian mm-hmm. beef favorites, I, and uh, of course uh, Lou's slid into the replies there. Lou Malnati's, and uh, they said it's got to be pizza. So we actually ordered some. Yeah, Malnati says uh, it's pizza always. We also had somebody uh, send us a tweet that says shrimp with lobster sauce and fried rice from Shanghai. In in Ravenswood, it's I like gotta a try warm that. Hug. I gotta try that now. See, I think for me, comfort foods. I would say like Elwood's too, just because that's a family spot we go to, and you get ribs mm-hmm. and chicken and things like that. But I think when I, a comfort food to me is more home cooked meals. Yeah, I mean that, that's my initial. You're reaction. even more comfortable being at home and being right. with family, right? Right. I think we just might be on different ends of the spectrum when it comes to. I just have emotional needs with my food. <laughs> that's me. <but> I, <laughs> Whatever works for you, Mike. Um, we also got one from Luis Medina, who runs the uh, Bears. Um, it's it's, a, it's Bleacher Report, or not Bleacher Report, uh, Bleacher Nation account, the Bears account. 
and uh, he gave us uh, Al's Italian beef, Harold's chicken. He gave us our order on that, which was like six wings and I think medium sauce or something like that. And the Lou's sausage with garlic. We actually ordered pepperoni because today is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Yeah, you you wanted to get the pizza to celebrate. Did you get a thin or a deep dish? A deep dish because I need oh, some man. comfort. <laughs> I got I extra over cheese to on Mike's that. desk and he's got it like hidden away from everybody at the radio station. It's Surprisingly, like nobody desk. else saw it except for Kevin. <laughs> I didn't see it. I just said, "What are you hiding the pizza?" And you like pulled it out underneath your desk. So. <laughs> Um, deep dish right in the middle of the day. I might have to save that for later for dinner, Mike. That couldn't couldn't knock me out. Um, do you have any go to football things, football dishes you like to make? So I, you know, most uh, football games, wings has to be involved in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really wanted to pick up Gators uh, oh, when I was man. going up for the opener, but they weren't open yet, and they weren't even taking calls. So you got to get there like eleven thirty, and I was heading up to like. Spring Grove area, so I got some this place called Casey's Cabin. Okay, it was really good. Yeah. I was surprised. Shockingly, did you get really, wings from yes. Casey's Cabin. Yes, I was craving something with like either like hot sauce or barbecue with gar because the garlic in anything at Gators is like top notch. Yeah, it's so good. So we got like garlic sauce on the side that we could like pour on there. Um, I like to do a thing where I make I call them sausage roll ups, where I make up. Uh, breakfast sausage and putting cream cheese and I put that into Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Nice. And cut those up. That is a go-to for, for most uh, most Super Bowl parties I host. That's a go-to. That sounds very good. I like to do, I started doing this last football season, which is the pulled pork in the in the Dutch oven. So Ooh. instead of just like dumping it, I, I always prefer the Dutch oven over the, the crock pot. Um, I like to I sear the pork shoulder, get a good sear on all sides of it, then take it out. Um, add some, maybe some some really thinly diced onions in there. Um, put the pork back in there. Uh, put some beer around that, mm. and then when I it all kind of just falls apart and melts, and then I make the sauce right in like the pork drippings. Nice, so right in there. Um, all kinds of ingredients, and then you can mix it up how you want. You can put a little sauce on the side, but it's just one of those things that goes all day. Yeah, just fills fills the house with incredible with incredible smells. Amazing so. leftovers too for a little while. Oh yeah, I bet. yeah, yeah. I did short rib nachos as well oh, for the Super Bowl last so year, which the night before I, I cooked down the the short ribs and separated the meat and all that, and um, actually did. I think you and I have talked about that with nachos. Like the nacho platters, it always looks good and it's great and all of that, but there's always like a soggy chip on the bottom yes. that doesn't get a lot. So we, we I, I made, I got some soft tortillas and quartered them and then fried them in the cast wow. iron and then and then almost made like little tortilla cups and put each individual like short rib chunk in the chip. So it was every chip was a nacho. It had it was fully plated. You know, no chip left behind. No right? chip left behind. It, what's funny is uh, my wife's sister. She called her because I was going to be heading out to watch the game with my family. She's like, "Oh, we'll come hang out with the baby." So my sister in law. Wanted to bring tons and tons of football food. Had no intention of watching football. <laughs> so right. we had we had leftovers in our fridge for a good week of like meatball, like cocktail meatballs and chips and the all classic sorts of... cocktail meatball. Oh, tough to yeah. beat. Yeah, you can't go wrong with classic no, cocktail you meatball. Just get them going. I'm pretty sure there are still like mini corn dogs in our freezer. Uh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, anything else for the comfort food slash uh, football food that we've kind of 
moved on to? Anything uh, stick out for you? You know, I also just like to do the cocktail weenie and the pills. I love using Pillsbury dough for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but that's that's always a go-to. That's there, your too. go-to? Comfort food and football food. I like it. Yeah, the cocktail weenies are, are fantastic. Something else, and, and nobody I know gets more fired up about pizza rankings than Michael Piff. And <laughs> recently a list came out of the top 100 world's best pizza. And Chicago has one spot on it. And you were upset about this because they came in at number 30. Yeah, it's Spock and Napoli in, uh, in Ravenswood is delicious. It's very good. But this is the one Chicago pizza place to make this list. And it's not even number one or even top five in Chicago. I'm going to put it wow. that way. I love Spock and Napoli. I think it's fantastic. But when you go through this list, you start to realize they really were just going for Neapolitan pizza and think Neapolitan pizza is the only pizza in the world. If you're going to do a list like this, that's silly. So, yeah. So you had, I also wonder how they actually were able to rate all of these pizzas around. I the hope world. they went to these places. I mean, I've participated <laughs> in some of these lists before where they basically reach out to people all over the country and start like, hey, give us your rankings of all this list and give us your different ones. So I would love to know how this came together. And this guy, <laughs> did he travel all over? Or no, no, there's a whole uh, column above the list that I haven't read. I just went straight to the list. <laughs> you know, and that's what people do when they read our stuff, too. They look for a list. But what would be your top five Chicago pizzas? Top five Chicago pizzas. In Chicago. In Chicago. I think Pequod's is in a top three there. I think Vito and Nick's is in a top three. Um I love Paisano's piece. Um, let's see. I think that was four. That's four. That's four. And four different styles of pizza there. That's. I mean, it's representative of Chicago pizza. There's just so many different kinds around here. What would be What would be your top deep dish pizza in Chicago? Oh, man, Pequot's is is too high to deny. I yeah. think. You know what I mean? I love Lou's. I love Lou's and I love Paisano's. And those are usually just, they hit every time. Yeah. But Pequod's, when you get it there in person or after you've waited two hours to get your table, it's so worth it. Yeah, I think Malnati's is my number one when it comes to the deep dish. Um, yeah. But uh, we obviously are spoiled here in the pizza department. Robert's Pizza, have you been yet? I'm I haven't gone yet. I've been we... there like three times this summer because it's just a great outdoor area. We need to go. Let's need do to go. it. Um, all right. Anything else you want to add to the the comfort food conversation? I, um, you know, I think anything where it's like a, I don't know. I immediately went to home cooked stuff, whether it's a roast going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, that's why obviously like Thanksgiving, you have so many things going, right? And the yeah, big bird going in the soups. Oven. Soups are big. Do you go like? Do you ever go to like the farmers market nearby you? There's usually a stand that does like their own homemade soups and everything. Yeah, there's something about a homemade soup. Oh yeah, I go to the the one in Wheaton. It's the they call it the French Market, and they actually they fry up bacon to kind of get you to come by there, and they hand <laughs> out bacon to people. It's like luring a dog with a oh, treat. Oh yeah, it's they so just cook bacon. so easy. <laughs> um, and they make fantastic soups and chilies. So highly recommend. Getting that kind of homemade feel if you're not, you know, up for doing it yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's just great to have football season back. I immediately, as like this this time of year, I start looking at recipes that I can do in the Dutch oven, whether it's a, some sort of stew or chili mm-hmm. or a soup. Because um, you're you're inside more, obviously, in the fall and the winter, so you're cooking indoors and. Um, 
That's what makes it great. So Major crockpot season. Crockpot season has arrived. Yes. Um, all right. Anything else from you, Mike Piff? It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Um, you know, I just think uh, we talked about it before, but um, my wife, her first meal that she wanted to have after having the baby, uh, I texted you about it right afterwards. Yeah. Because she couldn't have most of anything for nine months with gestational diabetes, and we got it done the next day after our baby was born. Was Aurelio's pizza. Oh, nice. Sausage and pepperoni. Aurelio's pepperoni is like my favorite pepperoni. It's it's National Pepperoni Pizza Day. So Mike. good. <laughs> it is. Um, all right. Well, it's good to have you back. This was episode 21 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. We've got uh, a lot more episodes coming after a few weeks off here, but uh, stay tuned. We will um, be plugging away. We've got stuff in the works. He's Mike Piff. I'm Kevin Powell. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. Mm-hmm.